0: Now, Prof, what motivated the decision to remove uh, Mr. Dlamini as SRC president?
1: Well, uh, Mr. Dlamini has been found guilty uh, at the end of February, early March, for uh, an offense he, he committed uh, prior to ascending to office. And the constitution of the SRC is quite clear that if you are found guilty in a formal disciplinary process, then you are obliged to stand down. Mr. Dlamini asked me at that point. Uh, not to uh, implement that clause because he was taking the issue under review, and I agreed, provided that the legal process resolved itself within 10 days. That hasn't happened, and it's extended beyond that. And about 10 days, 12 days ago, just before he made those remarks, I had said to him, we cannot let the situation stand. Can you tell me why I shouldn't withdraw the concession and force you to stand down because you're now in violation of the Constitution? He wrote to me on Thursday and said, well, he doesn't think it should be, he thinks it should be extended because the legal process was not his fault. And uh, I checked with the legal office and they said that he had submitted the documents late. On that basis, it seemed to me, that one cannot continue a situation where the SRC constitution is continually violated. And therefore, I would withdrew the concession, and he has to automatically stand down. So it's a constitutional decision, and it's a constitution of the SRC that I'm obliged to enforce.
0: Does Mr. Lamini uh, have right to appeal against his removal?
1: No, he doesn't. I mean, what, the constitution is quite clear that if uh, somebody has been found guilty, what he does have a right to do, is to take this under review. That process is currently underway. If the review process were to find in his favour, then obviously he's allowed back onto the SRC. But as it stands, there is a, 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 a disciplinary, he's been found guilty under a disciplinary hearing of a very, very severe charge, I might add. And therefore, he has to stand on as as a member of the SRC.
0: And as the SRC, have they responded to your st- uh, your statement as yet?
1: Uh, they are aware of it. I had a briefing with the SRC members last night. Uh, I informed them about why this was done, uh, and I informed them that they had a the right to, uh, to now act, uh, elect an acting uh, president. I said to them it has to be acting until the review process has been completed, after which they can make a more permanent, uh, have a more permanent election. But they have been informed. They're fully aware of it. They are deliberating on the issue as well.
0: Prof, what is your response to those who say that um, Mr. Dlamini was merely exercising his right to freedom of speech and uh, that you are now curtailing that because it should be read within the context of academic freedom as well?
1: So there are two sets of issues. The, the, The standing down has nothing to do with that. I did say in that letter to the students that I separately asked the legal office to investigate whether a disciplinary process should be brought against him against those remarks. And I'll tell you why. That this is not a question of a freedom of expression. We, 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 we find it important to respect that right and we allow all kinds of uh, views to be reflected at the university. However, if you're in the leadership figure of the institution, if you, 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 this is not forced on you, you did so through your own volition. When you do that, you then have to represent the institution and the collective interest. You can't decide to be the president of the SRC, and then articulate a set of views that violate the very values of the institution you are meant to represent. When you say, I'm a fan of Hitler, when you say that all whites have a Hitler in them, you've actually advanced a racism that violates the very core values of Witz University. Nobody forced you to take this position. But when you take that position, that's what you've got to do. And that's the point that I've made, and that's why I've referred the matter to the legal office. And that's the point I said to the SRC. It's not about freedom of expression. It's about if you're representing the institution, then you must have the courage to make sure that you represent the collective interest and not a narrow, uh, uh, a, a narrow interest that you yourself share.
0: But then, uh, does the institution then have, uh, you know, a, a, a set of people, a list of people whom they uh, would view in the same light as an Adolf Hitler? That you know, you would be on the lookout for uh, remarks uh, made in the context of these people's names.
1: He didn't make a remark simply of a person's name. What he did say is that this is what he did say. Firstly, he made a remark of Adolf Hitler, which violates our institution. Then he says that all whites have an Adolf Hitler in them. Then he said subsequently in, an, in, a, in a different engagement where somebody had challenged him in, in quite a provocative way, he responded by saying, I will kill you and I'll kill your children. Those are not remarks that a leader should be making. And if we don't hold our leaders to account in this society, we will never create the society we want. It's a kind of unthinking set of remarks that propagate violence that propagate racism and that violate every tenet of our own constitution and we suffer today because we don't hold our leadership to account for their, for their actions it's absolutely imperative that we begin to change that and wits university is making sure that all of us including adam habib is held accountable and is expected to be responsible for the for the for the for the, for, the, for, for, the, for the for the for the things they say
0: but uh, given um, you know, what you've outlined for us, uh, Prof. Habib, and the disciplinary action um, uh, that uh, had been embarked upon and uh, the fact that you went to the legal department to try and get clarity on what to do, would that uh, process have unfolded had Mr. Dlamini not made the remarks that he did?
1: Actually, both would have unfolded. So I can show you by evidence, and I'm happy to share my diary with you, that the conversation I had with Mr. Mr. Dlamini took place three days before he made the Hitler remarks. It's there. I have somebody who was at the meeting who said to him, uh, where I told him, excuse me, we cannot continue with this situation. So if there are people who are making the assertion that it was the second issue, which is still to be in, is still being investigated, that forced my my hand, then explain to me how the evidence was. And I'm you know, happy to make my diary available and to make the people available so that you can yourself attest to the fact that this was effected prior to that decision-making.
0: Are you uh, uh, in a position to share with us exactly what that earlier transgression was? I can't
1: because simply he's he's taken it under review. And until the review process is complete, uh, I I wouldn't be able to do this. I I can tell you that Woods University will not impose a severe... Uh, penalty, unless it was a very severe fraction, inflection. It would not be a minor inflection. And that's the thing that I can tell you. But I can't tell you the whole details of it, because he has, the, he has got it under review. And until that's completed... We will make then a statement, appropriate statement in that regard.
0: But he is still a student of its university. Yes,
1: yes, yes. He's, the, he's only he, the, the constitution simply says he does He isn't a member of the SRC. He remains a student, and obviously he continues as per normal.